If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hello and welcome to Lore Party's Smash Week, a week dedicated to celebrating the release of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate in all things Nintendo. But wait a minute. Since the release of Super Smash Bros. Brawl, Nintendo has thrown third-party characters into the fray, such as Solid Snake from Metal Gear and Ryu and Ken from Street Fighter. Of course, there are business reasons that these characters are included, but aside from that, it got me thinking about what makes a good third-party Smash Brothers character. Longtime series producer Masahiro Sakurai has not given a lot of insight into how these characters are chosen outside of just general broad audience appeal. So I've come up with three possible qualities that make a good third-party Smash Brothers character. First quality is a unique visual design. Now this may sound obvious, but for a game like Smash Brothers with all the chaos and flashy imagery, you need a character that can stand out in the cacophony of color and sound. Let's use Sonic the Hedgehog, Pac-Man, and Solid Snake as examples. Sonic and Pac-Man are both super saturated with primary colors and simple shapes that make your position and status effects incredibly clear in contrast against the background and other characters. Solid Snake, on the other hand, has a hyper-real style that does both the job of paying homage to the Metal Gear series and stands out amongst the otherwise cartoony cast. These unique visual qualities also help more casual fans of the game have a more clear idea of the kind of character they're going to play. Snake is a more weapons-focused character, as shown by his military garb. Ryu and Ken are more melee-focused, as implied by their martial arts outfits and Cloud from Final Fantasy VII has a giant-ass sword. Now, in contrast, some characters that are bad at this are actually some of Nintendo's own characters with a plethora of Fire Emblem characters that have flooded the Smash Brothers roster. While fans of the series may love their inclusion and know the unique qualities each character possesses, they all visually blend together as a bunch of pale medieval dudes with swords. On the other end of the aesthetic spectrum is sound. Smash Brothers in a lot of ways has evolved into a celebration of the history of video games, and sound plays a large part in that nostalgia. And since these sounds are so recognizable and unique to the characters, they help a lot in gameplay too. Despite trying to make the characters visually distinct, sometimes the visuals can get overwhelming and you need to use sound to tell what's going on. Take a listen to this clip of a match and find out which characters are duking it out.
Now, of course, aside from the nauseating music, what characters could you pick out? And better yet, what were they doing? Now, most obviously, there was Sonic with his classic charge roll and spring jump. The other character was Mega Man, firing his default blaster weapon. Now, this fight only has two characters, but the unique sounds helps players figure out what's going on in a chaotic match. Finally, guest characters need to provide a unique way to play. While some guest characters like Cloud and the Street Fighter characters operate with standard melee and ranged fighting styles, some of the most fun characters in Smash are the ones that play pretty differently. Solid Snake, being a character from a stealth action series, is more focused on weapons and laying traps. Sonic is more about navigating the environment and jumping on characters for quick attacks instead of being on the front lines of one-to-one -one fights. Bayonetta uses her signature gun stilettos and hair attacks to keep enemies in the air and stunlocked for as long as possible. Actually, it's funny. The more I think about it, I think the secret sauce behind Nintendo's use of third-party Smash characters is that they put the same amount of care into them as they would their own characters. Guest characters are not treated as second-class citizens. They stand proud, right alongside Mario, Link, Samus, and the entire Nintendo crew. Thanks for listening, and stick around this week for more Smash Brothers, here on Lore Party. This Lore Party minigame is executive produced by Abu Zafar and produced by me, Michael Ferris. Check out our website at loreparty.com and check us out on Twitter and Instagram at lore underscore party. Check out our new subreddit at r slash lore party where you can talk about the episodes or just video game lore in general. Subscribe to Lore Party in your favorite podcasting app and be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us grow the show. Thank you very much for listening. So, uh, um, Nintendo, if you're listening, uh, please put Waluigi in as a playable character. It's not only what I want, but I think it's what we as a people need in our lives right now. Uh, thank you very much.